Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about having the mind of Christ, staying positive in a negative world. Boy, what a lesson this is going to be today. You'll want to stay with us. I hope you have your Bible. Staying positive in a negative world. Is your mind filled with negative thoughts of the world, or is it filled with the positive thoughts of God? Is your mind filled with what you believe to be true, or is it filled with the mind of Christ? Are you negative a lot of the time? Are you worried a lot? Are you fearful? Do you feel defeated? What thoughts are you allowing in your mind? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, that you transform us and give us a renewing mind, a mind that's renewed by the Word, a mind that's renewed by the Holy Spirit, helping us to understand your Holy Scriptures and what they mean and how we should think. The Bible is filled with words that say, this is the way in which you should go. Thank God. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Help us to understand this lesson, having the mind of Christ, staying positive in a negative world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to talk to you today and just tell you that man says it can't be done, but God says, yes, it can. Man says, don't forgive that person, but God says, forgive them. Man says, God has forsaken you. He's forgotten you. But God says in his word, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Man says, empty promises and continues to give empty promises. But God's promises are all true in the Bible. Man has doubt. God gives hope. Man is lonely. God brings comfort. Man says, I'm not good. God says, I will forgive you. I love you. You are wonderfully made. You are precious in my sight. You are my creation, and I love you. Man says, it's impossible. God says, nothing is impossible with God. Man says, I don't understand. God says, I will teach you wonderful and mighty things you do not know. Man says, I can't forgive myself. What I did was just awful. God says, confess your sins. I will forgive you. I will restore you. You are worthy. And if I've forgiven you, then you must forgive yourself. Man has no answers. God has all the answers. Man says, I don't know if I will enter heaven. God says, I sent my son to die on the cross, to shed his blood for your sins, to forgive you, and to give you an eternal home in heaven. Man says, I have a giant mountain in my life. God says, believe in me, and I will move that mountain from you. Man says, I feel defeated, God. God says, the battle is not yours. I will give you victory. So that's what we're talking about. Taking every thought, taking every understanding in your mind under the authority of Jesus Christ. And so that comes to our scripture today. If you'll do me a favor and go to 1 Corinthians 10, uh, excuse me, 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 16. And this is what the Bible says. It says, these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. See, God talks to you and I through his spirit, his Holy Spirit. The spirit searches all things, 
even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thought except the own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them, because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct Him, but we have the mind of Christ. Amen and amen. And so I want to talk to you about this and the words that I just spoke in the Bible in 1 Corinthians. And it talks about how the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, comes to us as we read the Holy Scriptures and the Holy Spirit tells us what the Scripture means and gives us wisdom in those Scriptures. And here's how it works. When you were saved, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. Because when God was in the flesh, He didn't need the Spirit to come because He was here on earth. But when He went back up to heaven, He told the disciples that they would receive power from on high. And that power would be the Counselor, the Advocate, the Holy Spirit of God. And that Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. It's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1.13 says, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in Him with a seal, the promise of the Holy Spirit. So God gives us the Holy Spirit, like in John 14. Jesus told the disciples, I am going to send the Comforter, and the Comforter of the Holy Spirit will help you to understand. One of the very first points I've got is that you were sealed in the Holy Spirit. The other point I have is God wants our minds to be transformed and renewed with His truth. There's a lot of people that talk about truth in the world, but the only truth there is is the truth in the Bible. Every word of the Bible is true. Every word is God-inspired. Every word is for hope. Every word is for faith. Every, every word is for encouragement. Every word is for inspiration. And that's why you must fill your mind and transform your mind and renew your mind with the Word of God. In Romans 12.1, it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. That is your true and proper worship. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. If you want to know God's will for your life, if you want to know how to think, how to attain the mind of Christ, you have to renew your mind with the Bible and with the Holy Spirit. And God says, I will transform your mind and I will teach you mighty things that you do not know. What an exciting lesson this is. 
the next step we have here in the next point is today we have the Bible to teach us the thoughts of God. You know, the Bible teaches God's character, His principles, His promises, His commands through the Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 in the Bible says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Word of God is God-breathed through the Holy Spirit. So it's God-approved. It's God-written. It's what God wants you to know. It's His character. It's His rebuking, His teaching, His correcting. All the things that you need to know about God and about your walk with God comes through the Bible, which is the Word of God, and getting before God in connection through the power of the Holy Spirit. And God's Spirit will guide you into all truth. And that's what is such an important point of this lesson, the mind of Christ and saying, staying positive in a negative world. You know, so many times over the years, I think about things where, oh gosh, the news is so terrible. And uh, a friend might come to you and tell you terrible, terrible things that are happening and uh, almost give you a doomsday report. But God says that your mind needs to be changed to his truth. And then when you look at these things that you're told or that you see through the lens of God, then the truth really can come out. John 16, 12 through 15 says that Jesus said this to his disciples. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. So a lot of people say, well, I just don't understand the Bible. Well, that's a big question for me, because if you don't understand the Bible, number one, you may not be reading it on a daily basis. You may not be praying to ask God to disclose to you what these words mean in every scripture. You may not be seeking God and saying, God, let me understand the Bible. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit teaching you the Bible, then there's a question in my mind whether you're truly saved. Because if we go back to Ephesians, and that was my first point, you have to realize there is no transformation in a person's life through Jesus Christ until that person accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So remember what it said in here, that when a person hears the Word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, when they hear the gospel... They are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Listen to this. It's Ephesians 1.13. It says, When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Acts 1.8 says, And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth. So when you have accepted Christ as your Savior, instantaneously you get the Holy Spirit immediately in your life. And that, that starts teaching you and sanctifying you, not that you're going to be a perfect person right away, but you will be a child of the Most High God, and the Most High God Himself will teach you through the Holy Scriptures and through the Holy Spirit what this Bible means, and get your mind changed 
And there's many things the world wants you to believe. I'll give you one right now that's, that's so crazy, is that mere men many times will say that God is not involved in things that man does here on earth, like in your job, there's no place for Christ in the workplace, they'll say, but that is absolutely a false teaching. Christ wants to be your first love. And as your first love, he will guide you, he will lead you, he will never leave you, he is with you all the time. Remember, he's omnipresent. And since he's always with you, you can't decide to just go on Sunday and go to church, and then on Monday through Saturday, if you worked all those days, to leave him at home. He's with you, and you have to be a witness, and you have to stand boldly and be dedicated in the Lord so that the power of God, the Holy Spirit, will teach you the mind of Christ, and you'll be able to stand in victory against all these negative things that are happening in the world right now. And the next point I want to talk to you about, which is so important in this lesson, is it's such an exciting lesson. The truth of God's Word. You talk about a change. The truth of God's Word will change your mind and it will set you free. So Jesus said to his disciples who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's an unbelievable scripture. It's what Jesus said to his disciples. The truth will set you free. And it really will. Here's how it does. You may have had somebody that did something terrible to you in your lifetime. And somehow, in a human sense, you haven't been able to forgive them. And you wonder sometimes, does God really want me to forgive them? It might have been the worst thing in the world. And, and I know that these things can be awful and horrible. But I want to talk to you right now. God's Word says, when the disciples asked Jesus, how many times should we forgive somebody? Jesus said in his word in the Bible, you should forgive them seven times 70. Now in the natural, in the negative way of thinking, you'd say they hurt me too much for me to forgive them. But when you go before a comforting God, when you go to a merciful God, when you go to a loving God and say to him, they hurt me so much. They hurt me so much, but God, I need help to be able to forgive them. Help me to forgive them. And as soon as you forgive them in your heart and your mind, and you cry out to God to give you the compassion and the empathy and the love, just to forgive them, not to maybe forget completely, but just to forgive them and walk away from that situation. All the pressure and all the hurt and all the tension and all the bad memories completely wash away. And if they ever try to sneak up to you again and bring those bad feelings up again, you can go back to Jesus again and say, Jesus, please, I've forgiven them, but help me to forget. Help me to move forward with my life. And he will help you do it. And it will be a change in your heart and your mind. And the truth will set you free. And that's what it does. It sets you free. You yourself may have done something wrong. And you've not been able to forgive yourself. But I'm here to tell you, 1 John 1, 9 says in the Bible, that if you'll confess your sins before the Lord, He is faithful and just to forgive you of those sins. And He'll wash you as white as snow. And He won't remember what you did any longer. And you can forgive yourself. That's what God's Word does. It teaches you the truth. So you don't have to walk around in bondage and discomfort all your life and in pain. The Bible is true. 
And then the next point I've got for you today is speak life into people and not death. Proverbs 18.4 says, A person's word can be life-giving water. Words of true wisdom are life-giving water. You can either give life words to your friends and your family, or you can actually give death words to your family. Like, you're never going to make it. You're not worthy. You're not great. That kind of talk to your family or your friends is not what God wants you to do. Every word that you say should link up with what God says about you and your family and your friends. Proverbs 15.4 says, gentle words bring life and health. Wow! Hey, isn't it wonderful to be a light for God and walk around in life-giving words and saying, you're worthy, you're loved, you're valuable. You see what I'm saying? And that's what you should do. So speak life into your family and in your friends and the people you know. Speak life, not death. The next point I've got is take captive every thought unto Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We demolish every argument and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now, here's what I want to tell you about that. I have a lot of friends in my life who I truly love, and over the years we've talked about this. An issue in someone's life, a stronghold, something that's holding them back from God's best, can easily destroy a person if they major on that and they don't give it to God. And what am I talking about? Well, a person might have a problem with anger. And if they don't get it under control, if they don't get anger under control, what can happen to them is that anger one day when somebody makes them mad can go into road rage or a beating. They could beat somebody or maybe even worse. And what I'm saying to you today is take every thought captive unto Christ. And any issue you have, admit you have the problem is the first thing. Take it to Christ and let him work this for you so that you don't have an issue that destroys you. Remember, all people have fallen short of the glory of God, is what Romans chapter 3 says. But we don't have to live that way. And in this lesson, this exciting lesson about having the mind of Christ and being positive, you should be speaking positive words, and any issues that you have in your life that's sin, that's hurting your life, hurting your family, it's disobedient to God, turn those things to God. And then the last thing that I want to tell you today is I have some truths that will set your mind free. One of the first truths I want to tell you is God loved you so much that he sent his only son. 1 John 4.16, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. If you're walking around right now and you've accepted Christ, you should know how much God loves you, regardless of what other people say about you or what other people do. Number two truth that should set your mind free and get you into a positive state is God cares for you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, thoughts of success and not calamity, to give you a hope and a future. God has great plans for you. He has great plans but we must be dedicated as a Christian. And that should set you free, that God loves you and that God cares for you. And then the next point I've got about setting your mind free, you should understand that you are sealed for eternity. Once God has saved you, you are saved forever. Now, 
if you go the wrong way, if you sin against God, and, and, and we do sometimes, then God will correct you. He won't let you go, but he will really correct you if you go the wrong way really hard. And he'll keep coming to you and saying, turn back, turn back. And you will have to turn back. But that doesn't mean he's letting go. He will not let go, to, go of you because Ephesians 1.13 said that you were sealed in the Holy Spirit. And that seal cannot be broken. But when you don't live for God, you can live a life of sin and just ruin your life. But if you turn your mind over to Christ, if you turn your words over to Christ, if you turn your thoughts over to Christ, and you become a positive person in Christ and understand what He gives you as a Christian, then you will have your mind set free and you will have the mind of Christ. And the last point that I have on this setting your mind free is that God will not forsake you. He will not forsake you. You know, all the Bible promises are true. Because God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's in Deuteronomy 31.8. You can look it up. I would look that up this week. Look up Deuteronomy 31.8. God will not forsake us. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed because God will not forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.8. Wow. God wants you to have a life and he wants you to have it more abundantly. By obtaining the mind of Christ, John 10.10. 10. And then the last point is, God is looking forward to spending eternity with us. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Amen, amen. That means that we have a heavenly home that God is making for us, and that cannot be taken away either, no matter what happens to us. We know where we're headed. We know that God has great plans for us. We know that God wants us to succeed. We know that God has hope for us. We know that God has love for us. We know that God has protection for us. And now we have the mind of Christ. I'm so glad you joined me today, and I hope this lesson has truly blessed you. I love you very much in the Lord, and we always want to close the podcast in prayer, but I wanted to say to you, remember, I'm on uh, Facebook, uh, Bobby Williams Encouraging Moments, and we're on this podcast. We're also on the TCT Network and on NRB TV across the nation. We love you so much. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask that anyone negative out there right now that hasn't turned their mind and heart fully to the Lord Jesus, that they would do it today, Father. Give them the mind of Christ. Give them hope where there is despair. Give them trust where there is doubt. Give them faith where there is fear. Turn their mind back to you. Let the words of the Bible become real. And let the Holy Spirit teach them and guide them in the way that they should go and in a positive light so that they will know that you are with them forever and ever and ever in the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'm so glad you joined me today. Until next time, be encouraged.
Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.